Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome to another video. We are cold open. <laughs> Stream a cool cucumber. Stream cool cucumbers. cucumbers. Oh my god! <laughs> I Sir, already feel more relaxed. Right, little granny handing you a stream cooled cucumber. What? There is no happier place. There really isn't. There really isn't. Okay, let's go. Hi, welcome to Two Lacquered Ladies, the podcast about nail polish and nail art by the ladies who stream it. I'm Stephanie, aka Fanatic here on every social media platform that matters. I'm an unprofessional nail artist and I like to make fan art on my nails. Howdy, my name is Danny and you can find me as Danny Shout online. I'm a science educator by day and a nail art hobbyist by night. On stream, I like to create scenes with themes on my nails. Howdy, everyone! Uh, how to do there? Howdy! <laughs> when you you put an extra emphasis on ladies in the intro, and I just wanted to go, ladies, like, <laughs> like the Beastie Boys. I don't know. Like no, like freaking. Oh my god! Do you know Bill Burr, the comedian? I know of Bill Burr. Yeah, he's he's an acquired taste. Um, but he has a podcast, and it's he's a master of like speaking directly into the microphone semi normally, and then just screaming off microphone, and it just sounds like a weird, <laughs> like a far away scream. And he especially ladies, he does that one off mic all the time. You know what? Uh, As a screamer, sometimes you gotta pull away from the mic. You don't want to hurt your audience. You don't want to physically wound your audience. I, I wanted to bring in a little bit of Texas. Okay. Uh, you know, talk about sassy nas pass blank. Oh, my favorite orly shade. Your favorite sassy nas shade. pass blank. It's a beautiful off white. <laughs> It is a beautiful off-white. We watched Pure Country. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw, indeed. Oh, man. That was that was a beautiful night. That was all about me. You made that all about me, that movie night, and it was amazing because we watched A Star War, and then mm-hmm. we watched Pure Country back to back, and I was so happy. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. But yes, yes, I did do a special Danny night because... We were already in Ewan McGregor month, which has been chef's kiss. It was fantastic. And uh, Danny pointed out that George Strait's birthday was coming up. Um, I did not know who that was and still barely do. (laughs) uh, And she wanted to watch this movie called Pure Country. And I was like, yeah, why don't we do that with a double feature with whatever I'm going to watch? And then I realized that Danny loves a Star Wars. I love a Star Wars. Danny loves an Obi-Wan. Oh, I really do. <laughs> we were in Ewan McGregor month, so I literally had zero excuse not to play a Star Wars. I was yes. like, it's, it's literally everything, but dang, those movies are long. I forgot how just how long the prequels are. Oh my goodness. Is is episode two the longest or it just feels the longest? I feel like it's got to be episode three. I don't want to look it up, but I don't I, I don't like, want to look it up either. <laughs> tell us in, I don't know, the discord, the the comments on Apple podcasts, uh, which one <laughs> send a carrier pigeon uh, which one is the longest because I have a feeling it's number three because I fell asleep during that two times mm-hmm. and yeah. Also got a barf bag for it, which I thought was appropriate because I did not like that one. <laughs> so jealous of your barf bag. <laughs> <laughs> it is framed. Don't worry. It's well I'll leave it to you in my will. <laughs> it's not used, by the way, audience. It's a it's an unused Star Wars themed barf bag. For any of you who are a little worried, we're weird. We're not that weird. We're not that we're, weird. We don't go quite that far. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we watched that and then um, everybody left except for Danny and Nikki. And Danny said, oh yes, me and Nikki are going to be so excited. And I went, are you sure Nikki's going to be into this? Danny knows her stuff. <laughs> I didn't even know how excited she was going to be about it, how into it. I thought, oh, fellow Texan, she'll enjoy this. No, she loved it. <laughs> yeah, I think Nikki was even more excited than you mm-hmm. about it. I was yeah. surprised. <laughs> Yeah, so this movie, I'll describe the plot briefly because it'll be funny if 
<laughs> you tell me if I'm wrong. So basically, there is a a country singer um, <laughs> named Dusty. Yes. That's his, his name, stage name. This is na- his stage name. His real name yes. is... So the real person is George Strait. I'm trying to remember oh, his his name in the movie as the, the, the real not real person was Wyatt. Wyatt. Okay. I think. So, so Wyatt, <laughs> Dusty, Strait. <laughs> yeah, they never gave him a last name. <laughs> <laughs> he is, is a singer and he has this manager and his manager just wants him to do bigger and bigger shows and more and more mm-hmm. shows. And she's got like all of this like sparkling lights and fireworks and everything. And he's just a country singer. He just wants to sing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and his manager is the only person that most of us will know, and probably at that, not even most of us. But I knew her as the woman who plays Miss Scarlet in Clue. Mm. But she does look like a combination of Susan Sarandon and Sigourney Weaver. Like they had a baby. <laughs> Their secret Hollywood clone baby. They all have one of those, right? <laughs> her name, Leslie Ann Warren is her name. That is her name. Her name That's is Leslie name. Ann Warren. Uh, so she was in it and she steals the show for sure oh i want all of her outfits oh Oh. my goodness rhinestone heaven (laughs) yeah fringe to the ends of the world (laughs) yeah and um she she's she's a bit of a woman of disrepute and seems to be having an affair with some guy on the crew which in the beginning of the movie like it really made me think that they were that they were like uh married and she was like cheating her and on him. her and dusty the main guy yeah and she was cheating on him with this like dude who like that's like really all you could say that describes his character perfectly he's a dude he, he is some guy <laughs> dudes being guys he's a full-on some guy and so he's trying to get his himself into the business and she's like i made dusty i can make you it was pretty skeezy mm-hmm. um and so Dusty's like, I'm going to leave here and go back to the true, pure country. And, and <laughs> no, I'm going to grandma's house. Go to my grandma's house. Exactly. <laughs> he does go to his grandma's house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he rents a room at some ranch with some old guy who I did not like. Uh, yeah, that was funny how much you did not like that old guy. <laughs> I hated that old guy because he was just like, everybody sits at the table and no one's talking. I think it's just because there's a total stranger sitting there who, you know, uh, so what happens, the way he ends up at this ranch is he gets drunk, gets into a bar fight over a pretty girl. Pretty girl feels bad for him, takes him home. Yes. And is like, you gotta leave here in the morning. And, and he, of course, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And romance ensues. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like that guy because he's like, people nowadays talk too much and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, and I was just kind of like, okay. Right. The irony of it being that the grandpa who said people talk too much then tells this supposed complete stranger all of their uh, ranch issues and oh, we can't afford to keep the ranch. <laughs> yeah, like part of me feels like the grandpa or whoever that, the dad probably, they're all like, grandpa. You know, grandpa oh, he is the, the yeah grandpa. he's okay. supposed to be an old geezer oh, okay okay that makes that makes sense that makes sense. yeah like i almost feel like did the grandpa like know that this was a big star he's like actually i'm a huge fan but you got a lesson to learn yeah <laughs> but also maybe if i tell you about my family's troubles you will <laughs> you will come to love us and save the ranch i don't know something the old people were definitely the weirdest part of that movie they absolutely were yeah dusty's grandma who he goes and visits it's implied that his parents are dead i'm very i'm honestly kind of confused about the whole family history but yeah his grandma speaks in nothing but riddles she's like a she's like a wizard you know never never answers anything directly grandma's great (laughs) grandma's great but yeah grandpa didn't quite capture that same magic He's like the goblin that lives under the troll. Or wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge, the bridge troll. <laughs> it's a really slow moving troll. Somebody can build a house under it. Exactly. <laughs> Oop. Oh, no, I love it. I love the vision of the goblin that lives under the troll. <laughs> Yes, the, the, the yes. troll that lives under the bridge. 100%. <laughs> um, 
Sorry, I'm just never gonna get over that. So yeah, basically he goes, he tries to find himself. His manager is like, yeah, we can't refund people their tickets. I'm gonna make this loser lip sync in darkness with fireworks so nobody (laughs) knows that it's not him. That guy gets full of himself. You know, chaos ensues. He has to break up with the chick, but then makes up to her by revealing that he was a big superstar. Uh, Yeah. And... Uh, I could go into that, but I feel like I don't need to go into the whole, like, she thought he was married and, like... Yeah, there's a whole... I actually thought that was a good way of doing, um, you know, because the romance trope is always the misunderstanding and stuff like that. And usually there's, like, a good reason for the misunderstanding. Like, someone does do something kind of shady. But this movie kind of avoided all of that together, which was nice. Like, for once, Dusty, the, the main guy, in this case, Dusty genuinely didn't do anything wrong yeah um whereas in most romance movies there's at least a little bit of wrongdoing to like yeah. get the ball rolling on the whole upset and then the reveal at the end or whatever but yeah it's a sweet little cheesy little movie <laughs> yeah hot manager lady did did cause the mis the misunderstanding yes however she asked for forgiveness in the end and dusty's mm-hmm. just like you know we've been friends for so long and and like do i think that she really deserved forgiveness not really yeah. um since she was pretty like calculated <laughs> yeah in a disney movie she would have died by falling off of something very tall Yes, she would have. <laughs> However, I always love when when a bit of a hoe gets a redemption arc. Yeah. So, <laughs> I enjoyed that it wasn't just like this lady is bad and she wears sexy outfit and she do naughty <laughs> stuff with man and therefore bad never forgive. Dusty was like, right. you know what? I forgive you. We've been friends for a long time. And yeah. also men and women can be friends. And yeah. And so I thought I thought that that was that was a great part of the movie, even though I am still kind of like lady. I know. Lady. Lady. Um, (laughs) We're making choices here. Yeah, you are. You are lucky. (laughs) Like you are lucky that literally this man is being portrayed as the most pure and good man that ever existed. Yes. (laughs) Because he is, he is forgiving you. So we watched that. uh, That was, that was fantastic. This last week we watched Moulin Rouge. It was Danny's first time. It was some other people's first times. I love Moulin Rouge. I'm sure most of you listening, maybe even not. I don't know. When I was in high school, like I was a theater kid and already a big Ewan fan. I feel like it's a huge, it's a huge classic, but I was kind of surprised. And I remember hearing about it a lot. And I think, so I went into Moulin Rouge, not at all knowing what to expect. Because I had heard, oh, it's so funny. Oh, I'm going to cry at the end. And I was just like, what does that mean? What's happening? Um, I, (laughs) this is going to be a little embarrassing. I've never seen Moulin Rouge before now. And I had never seen Casablanca. And I think my brain kept mixing those two up. So I think I was expecting a drama, you know what I mean? Like a old Hollywood drama. And then we come in and there's like an acrobat falling through the the ceiling and Ewan McGregor starts singing uh, The Sound of Music. And I was just confused. By the end of it, I was like, oh, I get the vibes now. And it just took me a little too long to get the vibes. So I need to rewatch it. Now understanding the vibes, I think I'll enjoy it a lot more because I think I was just bewildered for 90% of it. It's so funny because when you say, like, it's, like, funny, but you'll be sad at the end, how you confuse it with Casablanca, I'm like, okay, actually, putting it that way, I can kind of see. Again, never seen Casablanca either, so my brain really was just putting different pictures together and saying, yep, it's that movie, and it was not that movie. You have got to see, we got to watch Casablanca at some okay. point because Put it, it is, it's as good as people think it is. It really yeah. is. And it has a canon bisexual character. Oh, yeah. that's exciting. Because that's an older movie, right? Oh, yeah. It was about the start of World War II, but it was before okay. the U.S. got involved. And it is anti-Nazi, which is great. Mm. We all love an anti-Nazi film. We all love it. <laughs> If you haven't seen Casablanca, you know, like, half 
the lines anyway, because I think that probably has more quotable lines than any other movie ever made. Mm-hmm. So much so that even a Casablanca fan is bound to forget that some of them are from Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so many lines. <laughs> but but yeah, that one's a great one. We should watch it sometime. Don't look mm-hmm. up the fanfic for it. You don't want to see it. I'll leave it at that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely keep like real media. Not that fanfic isn't real media, but you know what I mean. Canon media in line yeah. in my brain. I I can't I can't handle alternate universes. Um, it's why I don't watch Marvel movies. Too many alternate universes. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But speaking of canon bisexual characters um, and canon queer characters, it is Pride Month! Danny, it's Pride Month! I know, it's just so funny your microphone cut out. Because you <laughs> It's Pride Month! <laughs> just <laughs> your silent screaming face. Yes, yeah. happy Pride Month. It's here. We're queer. Everybody is this month. You have no choice. Enjoy. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy the queer times, everybody. They're here. They are among (laughs) us. Yes, we're here. We're queer. You're used to it. You better be. And I am very excited about this month. That ties into the films. So by the time this comes out, we will have, quote, had one movie night, but actually not because I am taking the day off. But we are going to be watching three classic, and by classic, I mean 90s, queer (laughs) films in my Discord for our movie nights. And those are Friday nights at 5 p.m. We do them just about every Friday. Uh, Sometimes we do double features. If we do a double feature, it's usually the the one that most people want to watch first and then the one that they don't want to watch as much. Like this last (laughs) time we watched Skinamarink and we're also having nightmares, even though we were all really bored. So (laughs) Those are the worst. Those are the worst. I was like, why? This wasn't worth it. (laughs) Right? You're boring. How how are you still stuck in my brain? (laughs) Yeah. How how is this happening? I used to find so much comfort with the idea of strange people living in my house, perhaps in the walls. Um, and I, it was stolen. It was stolen from me. It was stolen away. It was stolen away. But we are going to be watching three queer movies. They are some of my favorites, the ones I was literally raised on. These are my favorites from when I was a kid um, and a lot of people's favorites. So we're starting off this next Friday, which is uh, the ninth. We're going to be watching Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And then on the 16th, on Friday the 16th, we are going to be watching But I'm a Cheerleader. And then on Friday the 23rd, we're watching Too Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, which is another drag queen road trip movie. And it is beautiful and wonderful and has a scene towards the end of that movie is just one of the most affirming scenes I think Mm. I've ever seen in cinema ever. And that one stars Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo. So uh, join us for those movies. Those are all for people 18 plus. These are, I think, all R-rated movies. So... Yes, that's what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. Um, These movie nights have been so helpful for me coming out of my very tiny comfort circle for movies, which is basically like animated kids films. And I I still love an animated kids film, but it's really good for me to maybe (laughs) know some of the references that people make (laughs) and actually know what they're talking about. So speaking of pride, we have some pride themed uh, nail collabs going on on Instagram this month, starting with Great Gradients Collab is doing a rainbow theme. I know there was another seven days of rainbow and then there's a rainbow skittle collab all happening. So if you're into rainbows, get in there. They're happening. Uh- it is your time. <laughs> it is your time. Pull out all the colors. Get them on your nails. I am going to share my condolences for those of you with short nails. This is this is going to be a tough month to fit seven colors on that little nail. But you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> you can also skittle, okay? You can also you skittle. Can- you can always skittle. You can always skittle. You can always mm-hmm. do press-ons if you really got to fit the whole rainbow on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> press-ons, take a picture, take them right off. Save them forever. Yeah, exactly. Save them for next year. Heck, one of my favorite trends is people going through the, the different kinds of pride flags. Um, in fact, I saw one today that confused me because there's a lot of pride flags that I've never seen or heard of before. And so this is a great way for me to get educated on all the different flags. And this one... I don't remember the colors. I think it was like a blue to a light blue to a white and then gradienting back, which is very pretty. And in the description, it said uh, the MLM flag. And I was confused. (laughs) 
why does multi-level marketing have a pride flag? No, it's men love loving men. men. Loving men. Um, so it's, it's Amway just pride. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So yeah, that was a fun new one for me to learn about. <laughs> don't worry, it happens both ways because one of my favorite TikToks, and I don't watch a lot of TikTok, is this person replying to somebody saying like, hi, bestie. It's like not a good look to say that like gay men are preying on women. And this chick was just like, she couldn't stop laughing. She's like, MLM... I meant that as multi-level marketing, not men loving men. I don't think that men are abducting women off the streets and putting them into debt. (laughs) So the confusion happens. It's real. Uh, There was another one. I was so funny. It was a TikTok person talking about FTM. So all, you know, me and everyone else thought they meant uh, female to male, like transitioning. No, it stands for first time mom. Because you're talking about like, I think like breast pumps or something. And so everyone was just like really confused. We're like, what? Oh, first time mom, not female to male. <laughs> I Okay. I think that that's a problem on their part. Yeah. You really got to spell out your acronyms sometimes. You really got to do that. And one more <laughs> stupid internet story, because this is one of my absolute favorites. I like, as long as it's not harmful, I love confusion over acronyms. Um, <laughs> because somebody asked someone who was trans and also an anime fan, they asked in their asks on Tumblr, hey, I'm seeing a lot of acronyms. So what does AFAB mean? And what does FMAB mean? And they said, well, AFAB means assigned female at birth. FMAB means Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. (laughs) Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. Yeah, they they were right. (laughs) Yeah, I was just trying to figure it out in my head. I was like, okay, fan-made anime music video? No, wait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no, there's... There's a lot of acronyms in a lot. And, you know, every community has them. So when communities collide, it's it can be pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So if you're into rainbows and you have not joined an Instagram collab before, this is your time. Jump in there because there's a lot going on. Otherwise, you and me are both doing the weird Manny squad, the one and done, which is going to be interesting. You put one coat of a polish on and then you're done. Yeah. Um. Do you have a plan for that one already? No. Okay. <laughs> find a polish that looks extremely bad in one coat yeah that's kind of that's what i want to (laughs) see yeah but you have a plan i do um i collect the dust to dust collection from death valley nails which are made from natural pigments and i think by far the most interesting one is their bone polish it is made from uh reclaimed bones from a meat processing plant here in texas uh, specifically beef so these are cow bones so it's not creating a demand for the bone no animals are being harmed to make this polish it's just using a byproduct of the meat industry which is just really interesting to me because i'm kind of fascinated by the meat industry it's it's horrific but also like a big part of especially texas economy and stuff like that it's it's just some fascinating stuff so yeah that's Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to use. It's super sheer in one coat, but you can see the little flecks of bone and it's it's going to be cool. <laughs> I, I should get that polish. That's a really cool polish. It's not vegan. It's the only one of theirs. It's not vegan. Yeah, it's not <laughs> vegan. For, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. But I would argue vegetarian. You're not harming the animal to make the polish. But anyway, that's a that's a whole nother yeah yeah your your relationship with animal products is your own business (laughs) and as we know i love putting animal products on my nails (laughs) (laughs) and they are generally ethically sourced they're ethically sourced Um, Okay, up next is the Marvelous Marble Collab. If you want a good excuse to practice water marbling, the Marvelous Marble Collab has colors this month, red, black, pink, and white, which I think I'm getting like high school goth girl vibes and I love it. Cindy Hand Collab, which is where you paint your dominant hand with your non-dominant hand uh, because she never gets any love. Poor Cinderella does all the work, gets no credit. So Cindy Hand Collab is favorite vacation. And... I think I'm going to do like a tropical beach scene because I've always wanted 
to take a tropical beach vacation, but never have. So my favorite idea of a vacation is like, when I want a sandals resort. <laughs> That's so interesting. Because whenever I think of people in hot climates like yours, I think, oh, mm-hmm. they must want to get away to somewhere cold. But maybe you just want to get away to somewhere wet. <laughs> I just want to get somewhere pretty. Yeah, I just want to mm. look out and see pretty. Like, it's it's pretty where I live. But yeah, it's not the beach. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. humid. So if I'm going to be hot anyway, I might as well be looking at the ocean. <laughs> I hate the beach. I'm like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> you hate sand. I hate sand. <laughs> and I'm extremely possessive. And a mom, no. <laughs> I know we got to see all the the great qualities of Anakin in episode two. Yeah, I think that that was like the most quotable. Like that yeah. was like that we had we had Jesus Ewan, we had yes. Anakin hating sand <laughs> and being an absolute creeper towards Amidala. Oh and my gosh! We all left that being like, okay, but literally, was it Jedi mind powers? Yeah, possibly. That's a theory that's out there. Um, It's definitely possible. You got to see uh, Jar Jar in his full Sith Lord glory, bringing the Republic down single handedly. Um, Yeah, no, it's it's a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) This is bad and this is bad and this is bad. That's a great movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's just really fun to watch it all burn. It's true. I I get you completely. I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) This is why it's a Star War. Um, <laughs> so really, I guess the the favorite vacation, the Hollow Taco launch, the the recent collection, the vacation collection, really did put me in the mood for a beach vacation because seeing simply out of Canada on the beach that what a what a change of pace that was really cool to see and all of her <laughs> all of her promo shots with the the polish and the waves and on the beach uh-huh. and stuff and then she has to grab them before they go out to sea. <laughs> The behind the scenes is really funny. <laughs> She's always going the extra mile for those promo shots. Mm-hmm. And it, it was worth it. That was gorgeous. Where she, I think she went, where did she go? I do not know. I don't remember. But anyway, she it was it was somewhere very beautiful. The last collab that I am, a, well, it's not the last collab, but the last major one that I'm a part of <laughs> is uh, the most active one by far. It's the one that I have to catch up reading the messages on most frequently, and that is the Random Hollow Taco collab. It's a relatively new collab. It's only been going on for a few months where they spin a wheel, pick a random Hollow Taco polish, and then we all feature that polish in some sort of manicure. This month's is See Y'all Later Chai, one of my absolute favorites which surprised me because you know you think be like oh glitter or something crazy no a nice taupe it does it just does it for me (laughs) i love that polish it's a great background for nail art it's it's so good um but the reason why that chat has been blowing up is because (laughs) there has been an announcement (laughs) yes there has and for once for once in my podcasting life, I'm actually excited. Yeah, I'm so glad you're excited. <laughs> it is the collab that we all expected a lot sooner than this, but I'm also very hopeful that the amount of time it's taken for this collab to come together means it's going to be a big one. It's going to be very exciting. And that mm-hmm. is Hollow Taco and Sophia Nygaard, my two favorite YouTubers. Oh, I love oh. Sophia so much. They're actually going to be riding around in a polish truck, kind of like a taco truck, and giving out one of the polishes for the collection in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is crazy to me. <laughs> that That's so cool. There's so much cool stuff that happens just all over the U.S., honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm always so surprised at, like, the random places things happen. Uh, because, well, I'm in L.A. and everything happens here. And I just get so <laughs> used to it that I could just, you know, go do you know i could go stand outside on a red carpet right now and like you know take pictures of celebrities if i wanted to but no (laughs) north carolina that's where i actually want to be that's where everybody wants to be in the in the chat people were posting their google maps route like how long (laughs) it would take them to get there be like 18 hours i think i can do it (laughs) we can do it we can do it (laughs) i'm so excited because had it not been for sophia nygaard I Mm -hmm. probably would not have watched Simply Neological, even though my friend had already been telling me to watch Simply Neological. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's uncreative, uncreative nail art on (laughs) 
Instagram is my friend who, who introduced me really to this whole scene. And I didn't really feel like watching it. I'm like, okay, cool. That sounds interesting, whatever. And then I found out she was friends with Sophia Nygaard, who I watched a lot of. Yes. And uh, then I was like, okay, well, if they're friends and down the rabbit hole, she went. There it went. That's how I was <laughs> with Jenna Marbles. Yep. Jenna Marbles is my gateway to all of these people. And I, I love all of them now. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are the hollow detectives thinking of this collection? It got announced really early. It did. Really early. It did. Because they basically, they had posted a little like poll thing on Instagram and said, uh, next collab is coming. Who do you think it's with? And of course we all went, Sophia. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and then they almost immediately afterwards announced, yes, it's going to be uh, with Sophia. It's going to come out in September. Perfect in time for Halloween nails. It's going to be so good. And it was funny seeing the chat in the random Hollow collab. Um, all the all the swatchers, the secret swatchers for Hollow Taco went, oh, good. I don't have to keep my mouth shut anymore. <laughs> I can oh, reveal. Awesome. <laughs> I can talk about it. Um, so that's really exciting. There's a lot of Hollow Taco detectives in that chat as well. And so they were saying how the background is like this mauvish pink color. And they were like, okay, that looks like Frankenberry lipstick. I yeah. bet we're going to get a Frankenberry polish. And I was like, please give me a Frankenberry polish. Oh my God. <laughs> and of course, there's a lot of bat motifs. So maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll get bat glitter. Maybe that's too simple, but I, I would be happy. <laughs> if they could do it well, because mm-hmm. I... You know I love Kelly. Yes. But those back glitters just didn't really live up to the hype. They did not come out of the bottle and they did not show up on the nail. So Hollow Taco, redemption time. Let's get the back glitters. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of Hollow Taco redemption, I literally just realized this as we were sitting here. September Uh last year was the last time I ordered from Hollow Taco when I finally decided... I was not done with Hollow Taco by any means, but I was done being a Hollow Taco fangirl with no shade. You know, it was just some personal. I didn't like the polish and that it took a long time to get to me and whatever. And I was just like, I'm so over this right now. So one year later, how's it going to go? How how am I going to feel? I hope you love it. I hope I love it. You know what I mean? Like this is... This is going to be a big collab. Like there's there's a lot of fans of these two ladies, especially like together. Um, yes. So they're going to go big. It's going to be awesome. A bat shaped box, perhaps. Ooh, um, oh, oh. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, so definitely like some sort of Frankenberry color. I'm hoping some other of the maybe the lipstick colors maybe done in different formulas. I don't know, man. It could be anything. <laughs> I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And especially after the disappointment with Adam Lambert, which yeah. by the time this comes out, that will have been released. We'll know everything about it. But as we are recording this, um, it's the day before actual launch. So we don't really know what to expect from that exact collection that we ragged on last time. (laughs) I gotta say, I feel a little bad about ragging on it so hard, but everyone says it was fine. So I'm just going to believe everybody. Orly's a big boy. They can handle the criticism. They can handle themselves. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I I have all the hopes for this. I have all Mm -hmm. the hope and belief that Sophia and Christine worked really, really hard on this Mm -hmm. and that it's going to be something that if nothing else, because the thing is, is that like the Adam Lambert collection could have had a billion shades in it that I didn't care about. But if I felt confident that they were really what he wanted Mm -hmm. and that he was really involved and that they had thought about it, I would still have been excited about it. Right. I don't think that that's going to be a problem with the Sophia Nygaard collection. No, I think Sophia probably had a say (laughs) in every step. Um, just like Julian did for the first Hollow Taco collab, you know, that was his creation and just facilitated by Hollow Taco. I'm expecting the same thing from this one. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I expect the same thing from this one and more. And also me and Sophia, we are very close together on the vibes chart. I go a little more pink and pastel and neon. She's a little more classic goth, but... <laughs> 
We are both very much uh, casual goths. And so I, I think I'm going to love this collection. And I'm so excited. I'm just I'm just excited for my girls <laughs> yes. to be together. Just to, oh, oh, oh. I'm excited to be excited. <laughs> yes. And this is, you know, the Hollow Taco community has been expecting this collab for a very long time, especially since Sophia and Tyler, her husband, took a trip up to Canada to visit Simply and didn't make a single video about it. Hmm. I wonder Mm. what they could have been up to. (laughs) That is wild they didn't make a single video about it. Not that I remember, yeah. Even so. I know I don't I think you're right. I think you're right. Because I can't think of one either. Maybe a few like reels or TikToks, but nothing major. So everyone's like, yeah, that's got to be, that's what they're doing, right? And the the time frame, it's been about the right amount of time to have a collection put together, prototyped, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> we all know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we know what you're doing back there and it's simple. No, yeah. um, <laughs> no, it's simple, simply. No, there, you there you go. There you go. And one last, I one last piece of praise mm-hmm. for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Simply. From the bottom of my heart for releasing this in September, <laughs> far and away from Polish and Beauty Expo. Yes, we have recovery time. <laughs> we have recovery time. I will never forget what you have done for us. Because <laughs> I was like, yes, no, no. Yeah. Wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. September. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. Oh. Yeah, I was mostly thinking, oh, just in time for Halloween. But yeah, I didn't even think about just just in time for my wallet to have recovered. <laughs> that yeah. Is, that is fantastic. <laughs> so full disclosure, no matter what polishes are in this collection, I'm going to be excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting blacks and purples and frankenberries, but I'd be cool with anything because as long as it's from... Uh, Sophia and Christine, I'm going to have a good time. I'd be cool with a collection box. Let's get. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited about this. So, oh, finally, I'm I'm so glad to get back to my roots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to take a break. We're going to oil our cutes. And when we come back, we are going to be answering some questions from some very, very, very special <laughs> listeners probably not but they've asked questions and we're gonna answer them (laughs) hey everyone it's stephanie and i'm here to tell you the good news our podcast is now available on youtube and youtube music due to youtube requiring video along with audio new episodes will be being uploaded the day after they're available on all other platforms so head on over to youtube.com slash at ladies and click subscribe stay lacquered all right we are back. We are moisturized. We are in our lane. We are thriving. We have oiled. Oiled. We oiled. Sorry, I have a hairball. I don't know why it came out that way. Speaking of a hairball, we have Ooh. a new um we have a new robot vacuum. Oh, it is yeah. on a Roomba. It is a shark. Mm. Uh and it had a a wild hairball in it today. It was like you gotta <laughs> empty out you gotta empty out the the like receptacle, which like ours empties itself. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I did, it can't get any more empty. And then I watch a video and they're like, this just means that your machine is like so clogged. <laughs> and I looked and my machine was like so clogged. <laughs> um and I unclogged it. It was easy. It was fine. Good. And I am very happy to tell you that Shagworth Cleantastic is fine now. <laughs> Great name. He's ready to name. clean again. <laughs> I I absolutely there are so many mammals in this house, and yet I absolutely hate cleaning up hair. Um, especially out of like out of the vacuum. I'm just like uh, 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 the whole time. It's disgusting. <laughs> it was kind of fine. I feel the same way, but like Shagworth really made that into felt, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> he crafted it in. 
into a little felt ball. That's awesome. I was just like, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Anyway, we got some audience questions. They have been sourced by Danny. Why don't you tell us what our questions are? It was uh, the last day of school. And, you know, you and I were talking on Discord a little bit about the podcast. And I just asked my kids that were sitting near me. I said, hey, I'm doing a podcast. What? Ask me questions. Because <laughs> they're aware that I do the Instagram thing, that I do the nail art thing. Some of them even ask to see my nails every now and then. So they kind of thought about it for a second. And first one asked, how do you balance teaching full time and content creation? So, Steph, how would you answer this? I have um, a, a pretty uh, controversial answer to this one. And that is don't teach. <laughs> um, <laughs> that does that does solve half of this problem yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if you can find a way to become a housewife um and make content creation your full-time job from the get-go uh that's the route i've chosen to <laughs> deal with uh balancing teaching and uh content creation uh, it also cuts out all the time going to college and getting your teaching credential which i also <laughs> didn't do while well, i went to college but i didn't get my teaching credential um and woe be to those who would ever try to learn from me uh i'm a very bad one-on-one educator so so that's what i think (laughs) that's how i deal with this it's a very reasonable answer i think um danny how about you i well apparently uh you are a full-time teacher and then you choose to become a student yourself by going back to grad school and try to do content creation i don't recommend that but (laughs) it helps that i don't have my own children so when i come home it's just me and my animals that i need to take care of and my husband and that doesn't take too much time but my advice is to plan out your time Uh, There's lots of different strategies for planning out your day. I recommend some sort of schedule blocking where you set aside, you're saying, okay, for these hours of the day, I am working on these kinds of tasks. And then within those tasks, you can make a priority list and things like that. And yeah, you just spread it out. I learned a trick from Mediocre Manny's that I think is really helpful where she just films a whole bunch of videos in a row and then takes her time editing them throughout the week. That makes so much more sense. So that's a great method too if you're looking to make videos specifically, something that you need to edit. So yeah. The next question from my students is how to get started on social media, which is pretty vague. So I'm assuming they're asking about how you and I got started on our nail art specific social media. So I kind of tried to get started on a few different social medias at the same time. I, of course, did Instagram kind of first. I wanted to do YouTube. I tried doing YouTube. Um, Still working on that. YouTube's tough. We got to work up to that. (laughs) Yeah, we got to work up to that. But my advice for that, for the very beginning of that, it's going to be the same advice you're going to hear from so many other people is to just get started. A lot of people have asked me because I have a, a, a pretty nice setup for streaming. You do. Thank you. You know, how did you get started? Or I don't, you know, I would go on, but like, I don't have all this stuff that you have. And the thing is, is that like, you personally are the content. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that you set up as a peripheral, so on Twitch, we're saying redeems, we're saying overlays, we're saying all these different things. Like, if you're not providing the content, then there's not really a reason to make the content. Make sure that you know what you want to do and then just go. Just get started. Even if you don't really know what to do, you can just get started and kind of figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. And how I really started my stream, and I felt I felt pretty successful comparatively starting off from the get-go because I focused on my content, what I was doing. I was doing manicures that I was passionate about. I was doing weird stuff that I hoped would find other weirdos and it did which was fantastic um i started with one camera no notifications just one camera black background it was a little webcam i'd had for years 
And my favorite creator on YouTube ever, Jenny Nicholson, she started off, I think, on the same webcam that I was using because it kind of is like one of the industry standards. But mine was very old. <laughs> so that's why it was kind of a crappier one. She's still using that webcam. She has over a million followers on YouTube and she has over 17,000 Patreon supporters. And I'm pretty sure she's making like over 100,000 a month through that Patreon. And she doesn't do a lot of editing. You know, she's decorated her space around her, but that was just stuff that she already owns. But it's because she is just so compelling to watch. She's so interesting. She has such interesting things to say. If Jenny Nicholson's videos are more polished, honestly, I actually think that they would kind of lose their charm. Yeah, it's it's really fun to watch Jenny talk to her webcam like you're on Skype with your friend. It, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, think of some stuff that you've watched that has been really low budget, really lacking those bells and whistles. And remember that if you are good, you don't need all of those things. There are certainly some creators who make great use of those assets, but if you're not already an amazing editor, and if you don't want to be, don't go into it thinking that you're gonna have to do that. You know, your phone has a great camera on it. It's kind of hard to find a camera better than your phone's camera. Honestly. (laughs) Like, especially for for any sort of price. So if you've got an iPhone, if you've just got a a decent Android, I'm pretty sure Hillary from Mediocre Manny still uses her phone sometimes. Yes. Um, (laughs) That's a good camera. In fact, in many cases, it's a great camera and the the best one you can afford, Mm -hmm. probably. You know, there's really great cameras, but they're like 10 pounds and you got to get like... It's so not worth it. We own a huge camera and we don't use it because it's so not worth it, even though it's really good. So, yeah, just just start. Get going. Try to do something that you're passionate about. You're going to have fun with. And don't worry about the bells and whistles. But the one thing I would say is every time you go live, every time you make a video, every time you post on Instagram, think of one thing that you can improve. Mm hmm. Because that's what I did starting off is I started off with no bells and whistles. And every single time I added one little thing, I added redeems. I added an overlay. I fixed the audio. I fixed some video issue. I fixed a little thing that went wrong. And that that piece by piece is exactly how I got to where I am today, which is not huge, but I'm very satisfied. I'm very happy with where I am today. No, that's a that's great advice. You don't have to be perfect on your first stream. Your first Instagram post is not going to be seen by very many people. So just post it and keep posting. Yes. And you will get there. <laughs> My first piece of advice is to separate your personal and professional accounts. So again, I'm kind of speaking to our younger audience here. Definitely people just getting started who kind of have one account that they dump everything on. If you want to be a content creator, you need to isolate your content because I'll tell you when I get a new follower on Instagram, I will always click them and check out their profile. And if it is 90% nails, I will follow them back. Yeah. If it's like one picture of nails, five pictures of their lunches from that week and a couple cat photos, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to follow you back because I want to <laughs> see nails. I'm here for nails. <laughs> That's my brand. That's what we're doing. Um, This is also a great way to reduce the chances of controversy. If you're posting your personal opinions, but you want more followers, you need to uh, appeal to a broader audience. So I personally would keep those separate unless that is what your content is about. Of course, that's kind of a different type of content than we're talking about. But yeah, for for artists, whether they be nailed, digital art, hand drawn, whatever you're into, I would make a separate art account specifically for that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I do want to add that I know internet safety is kind of this weird nebulous thing. Um, I know when I was a kid, everybody was like, don't let anybody even know like anything about you whatsoever. Like stay a million feet away. And now we summon strangers off the internet to drive us places. (laughs) Do you remember in elementary school, did you have to get a a web surfing driver's license? 
No. Oh my God. This was a thing. My husband had to do it too. We had to take a little like computer and internet safety course and at the end of it you got your little your little internet driver's license so you could go to the library and use the computers for research (laughs) i wish i still had mine (laughs) i'm just old enough that i wasn't young enough for that when we started using the internet a lot (laughs) in school so separating those personal and professional accounts is so important because no matter how safe you feel no matter how much you think oh it's the internet everybody knows everything about everybody that a isn't true b if you are one of danny's students that means that you are maybe just an adult or not an adult yet and i'm not saying it gets safer when you're an adult it doesn't really (laughs) but you might think you're invincible And you're not. And for instance, uh, I love listening to drama (laughs) on YouTube. And there was something that happened that was not drama. It was very dangerous to quote Swoop from Swoop Docs. It was very dangerous. There had been a uh, content creator, a very big content creator, who they themselves were stalking a smaller content creator and had been for eight years. And that was very, very serious. So even if you think it's not going to happen Be wary of people online. Separate Mm -hmm. your personal and professional. I've gone so far as to make any personal account that I have unrecognizable to anybody who does not Mm -hmm. know me personally in real life to separate my family and my spouse from being able to be linked to those profiles because, you know, I have family who... I don't want to be bothered, say, at their place of business, you know? So... We are not invincible. Everyone on the internet is not your friend. Be careful who you share your private information with, your private moments with, pictures of your children with. Better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Really. And and you will find, you know, Danny and I, of course, are we're friends. We trust each other. Yes. Like friends. You will find people who you know and you trust. And I don't think meeting people on the internet is inherently more dangerous than meeting people in real life. Right. However... Let's not be silly about it. Let's not. <laughs> let's, let's make good choices. <laughs> let's make good choices. <laughs> yeah. You got to be aware that when you put something online, even if it's just being sent to your friend, it could end up everywhere. Like nothing is permanently secure online. It all could be out there at any moment. So just be aware of that. And on that note, too, is just educating yourself educating Mm -hmm. yourself on the internet, the ins and outs of the internet, etiquette on different social media websites. You don't want to be taken the wrong way. I know when I first started Twitch, I like went into somebody's chat and started like, quote, backseat gaming their Subnautica. And I got shamed out of that (laughs) Twitch stream for good reason. For good reason, I was meant to be shamed. Um, And also, if you are interested in growing your media presence or making better content, which if you're making content, you better be interested in making better content because Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Mr. Beast is very interested in making better content. It's kind of his whole thing. And he is the biggest, you know, YouTube creator out there. So you always have something to learn, even from people who know less than you. You always Mm -hmm. have something to learn. Uh, Watch a lot of videos watch a lot of YouTube videos search the thing that you want to know watch a video don't watch just one look at a bunch of different people like there are people out there who are going to try to make you think that they're like the biggest expert on everything and they've got like two followers and have been banned from eight more you know <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> hmm <laughs> So use your internal vibe check. If your internal vibe (laughs) checks aren't always right, maybe use an external vibe check of a friend Mm -hmm. or a parent um, to say, does this seem legit? And if their advice is to just spend a ton of money, uh, that's probably, they probably have an affiliate link and they probably aren't telling you the right stuff. You do have to spend some money, but if that is all they're telling you to do. And in the beginning, the thing you should be spending the most is time. Yeah. Um, time and effort, because like we said, you don't need the best equipment. You need a solid vision of what you want. So let's get back to if you are a young artist and you want to share your art, what makes your art special? What technique do you use? What subject do you draw that makes you stand out just a little bit? Obviously, there's going to be other people who make similar content to you. That's a good thing. We'll get into that. But how are you going to set yourself apart just a little bit? What's going to be your quirk? And it does not 
We're not talking about being fake. Do not put on a mask. Do not make up a pretend personality to present to the world. Be yourself, but make sure you focus on what makes you special. So, you know, for me, it's creating the landscape nail art and stamping and trying, always trying to expand on stamping techniques. For Stephanie, it's the freehand, the amazing freehand based on movies and TV shows that you love. It's, there's going to be something that makes you special. So if you don't think you're special, you're lying. Find out what it is and really focus on it. Going off of that a little bit, I do want to say, so I was actually talking to my therapist about this last night um, because Danny and I have very different personalities. Um, I am kind of a bulldozer, um, or at least speaking styles. <laughs> and and Danny has this very calming presence and voice and everything. And just because you are not the kind of person that you might want to watch doesn't mean that your real personality isn't something that other people want to watch. Because I think that people watch me and they think, man, that's this boisterous, you know, real streamer personality. Like we got like a Markiplier, Jacksepticeye <laughs> like energy here. My One of my favorite games of all time is Subnautica. I turned on Jacksepticeye to watch his Subnautica playthrough one time because I mm -hmm. kept hearing about it, I had to turn it off almost immediately. I cannot stand <laughs> other people with my own vibe. <laughs> it is the worst. <laughs> so don't try to be somebody else. If you're like me and you've got this like whacked out, fat but energetic <laughs> style, <laughs> then go with that. Then be that. Then do that. Have fun. But unless you know you love performing 24-7 and you can put on a character, unless you know you do have high energy, people, like, I would much rather watch somebody who has a gentle vibe, mm. maybe even because I have such a frantic vibe. <laughs> um, so lean into what makes you special, not what you think the audience wants to see from you. Yeah, because... You don't actually know what your audience wants until you start creating content and then you will get feedback. You will get praise for the things they like and it, they'll help you tune in to the thing that makes you special. You just got to get started. And you'll be able to see who's following you and perhaps their approximate ages and interests. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, analytics. Yes. <laughs> so to reach the audience that you are wanting to engage with, you need to learn your hashtags. This was one of the biggest hurdles for me starting social media was because again, I didn't have any personal accounts. My first social media was content creation. So I was starting at, starting at zero and learning, oh, what is a hashtag? Oh, it is a filter for helping you find certain content. <laughs> So what? I just started searching. I know. I was like, huh? So I just started searching like every hashtag that had the word nail in it. Um, you know, getting rid of like the ones that were not applicable and keeping the ones that were. And honestly, I still do this. I just saved them in a draft email to myself and then I can copy and paste them onto my posts uh, every time. But yeah, adding your hashtags helps people find your content. So look up your hashtags, learn them, um, start following people who make similar content to you and just get in there. Learn how to find the people that you want to follow so they can find you back. Yes. Yes. On Twitch, a lot of people, including me, including Nikki's Nails, maybe even including Danny, I don't know, uh, didn't know there was a beauty and body art tag. Yes. I started off in makers and crafting or something. And I started was... off in art. Or an art, yeah, is the wrong wrong category. You're like, <laughs> if you're doing yeah. nails, it's beauty and body art. <laughs> we will find you. People we will find find you. you. Yes, <laughs> and we find people. Um, so if if someone I know isn't currently streaming when I'm done streaming and is a good raid target, I will go look in beauty and body art and try to find anyone doing nails. In fact, the other night we raided someone who. Unfortunately, and this always happens to me, she had just finished her manicure and was ready to, you know, shut down for the night. But I was like, we're raiding her anyway because nails support nails. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Build she had that done a beautiful manicure. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of brings me into my last point or my last piece of advice for today is joining groups and collabs. That is what's really grown my Instagram following is by being part of these big collabs that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. And I'm not ashamed to admit when I join a collab, I go to the members list and I just make sure I'm following everyone. And sometimes that means I follow 20 people in a row, but if they're in a nail collab, then they're my people. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no question about it. So, and then that's often how people will then find you back and follow you back. It's not necessarily a follow for follow situation, but if we're both in the same nail collab, it just makes sense that we're going to get along. So joining these collabs and meeting new people has really helped. I found some really great friends in these collabs. I love interacting in the chats. So yeah, get out there, find your people, join them, and don't be afraid to kind of put yourself out there and be like, this is what I did today. You're going to get, you might get a few comments that are not so nice. It's the internet after all. But Mm -hmm. honestly, in these small group collabs on social media, that's where your people are. And you're going to get the positive reinforcement, the good constructive criticism. They're good places to be. Yeah. And, you know, on the topic of that too, I think there's a lot of emphasis put on finding your audience. Yeah. But finding other people doing what you're doing, who you are not trying to recruit to your audience is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like if you do make, you know, friendships there, oftentimes they will become your audience. But just having people to bounce your art, your style, whatever you're doing off of to collaborate with, to get new ideas from. It's just such an amazing thing. You know, I've met people through my community who push me in my traditional art. You know, I found people who've got me back into movies through that. It'll really enrich your life. And the best way to be interesting is to be interested yeah. in other people and in other things. I love that. Yes. You know, it's worth it in itself just to find other artists, whatever that art may be, Uh, even if it's just talking the discourse about the new movie that you're going to review. It's, it's really worth it to find people in those communities. And once you've found those people, it's important to find the appropriate container for those people <laughs> to contain them so they don't get away. Um, and in my preferred place is Discord. <laughs> I like the snap top Tupperware. <laughs> Me too. I do with the glass bottom. Yeah. You put it right in the microwave. Microwave those followers right up. Um, no, I do not microwave my followers. I put them in the toaster oven like a normal human being. Yes, get them crispy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the air fryer, depending on yeah. know, what we're going for that day. But no, um, I, I heard this and I agree with it. Uh, I recommend that when you start on social media to A, make a Discord username mm-hmm. and account, but also to make your own Discord, even if nobody's going in there. Even if there is literally nobody in your Discord and it stays empty forever, you might realize that you want one. And the sooner that you are aware of how Discord works and how you would use your Discord, uh, the the better you're going to be. And <laughs> you look at my Discord and not think this, but I think that when it comes to Discords, especially new Discords, less is more. And I should probably backtrack. Discord's an online chatting service with different, basically... Oh, yeah, by the way. (laughs) Chat rooms. That's the easiest way for me to say. Chat rooms are so old, so I don't even know if you know what a chat room is. (laughs) But um, basically, it's just a place that you can go and it's a certain community and there are certain little subcategories you can live chat in. And, and post things. So my Discord has a general section. It has sections for more serious topics. It has sections that are just for subscribers. It has sections about movies and about hobbies. And of course, a big nail section. There's a section where you can ask us questions to be answered on the podcast. And you should go there. And you should do it. Mm-hmm. It's called Fanatic Years Funhouse. <laughs> There's a link in the description. Anyway... <laughs> You know, there's so much you can do. You can get to know your um, audience on a personal level. Get to know who is really, really invested in what you're doing and get live feedback from those most important people. Do be careful, though, because uh, this does give people more of an opportunity to really talk directly at you. So it may or may not be something you want to do. But if you do want to bring your audience engagement to the next level, 
and it's not going to cause you a lot of anxiety. It's not going to be too much for you. Then start a Discord. Start inviting people to the Discord. I was really lucky. I had a lot of friends who joined my Discord early on. Uh, so that it wasn't completely empty when people started going in there. Um, you know, my friends did help me a bit. It's good to have some of your friends, you know, follow mm-hmm. you, help you a little bit. But if you're doing, if you're doing your job right, you're not gonna, you're not gonna need those friends that aren't interested in your niche. It's not that they don't love you. Right. <laughs> that maybe they don't need to watch every single nail art stream because you stream for nine hours a week and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But I have friends, you know, I have a subscriber only channel. I have people who are subscribed who are never at my stream, but they're always in the subscriber only chat. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, just uh, check out Discord, learn Discord. It's, it's so important for having a community Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to interact with them on that level, which I will say no shame if you don't. It's a lot. Yeah, I I don't have a Discord. I piggyback off of yours and off of another the Beauty Fam Discord. So yeah, I you can find me in the Discords, but I do not have one of my own. So you'll just have to at me, otherwise I'll never see it. <laughs> yeah, you don't at Danny. She won't. She is not going to see that. And I love that about her. <laughs> I want to share my one. By the way, but just kind of a little bit off topic. But I want to share my one tip and trick for being on Discord, and this goes especially out mm-hmm. to everyone who's in my discord or wants to but goes oh my god i just can't do another discord you do not have to keep up with a discord and you don't have to keep up with any channels that you are not involved in the conversation there Mm -hmm. and if the person running the discord has a problem with that then that's probably not the discord for you if you are easily overwhelmed by discords because i think that it's so rude to assume that people can just keep up with everything happening on a discord because they can be so active and some people don't have jobs and some people it is their job to be on that discord sometimes so Mm -hmm. if you want to join discords and not interact from me and danny you go person i love lurkers come come lurk i'm a lurker that's that's what i do Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely fine. If you just want to be in there for special announcements, if you just want to be in there just in case, I think that's totally cool. It's definitely cool in mine. Mm -hmm. And if you're only in one thread, even if it's shameless self-promotion, I don't care. It's there for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) I said shameless. I mean shameless. have zero shame but if you're just there for the selfies thread if you're just there for the nail stuff if you're just there for the movie nights personally i don't care and as long as you're not misusing the discord posting mm-hmm. inappropriately um then the person running the discord any discord in my opinion should give you the same grace yeah i agree lurkers make the world go round, man they do <laughs> they do all right well what a lovely show danny that was that was a lovely show <laughs> absolutely lovely um thank you all so much for listening and uh being with us through these troubled times of being alive (laughs) (laughs) this troubled time of 2023 (laughs) may i offer you an egg these trying times would love an egg it sounds delightful i would love to give you an egg uh anyway i'm gonna actually read the outro now so Uh, do you want to write a uh, joke real quick yeah Anyway, I do think this is enough for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to check out Danny and I on Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. I am Fanatic here. She is Danny Shout. All of our links are in the description. Join us next time when we steal the hollow taco truck and road trip across the USA, offering people eggs for these trying times. Stay lacquered.